All right, it looks like we're going. Yep. All right. All right, welcome, everybody, to uh, Final Frontiers, the Internet's first and only alias podcast. Uh, my name is Matthew. And I'm Mitchell. All right, before we start, I think we should talk about the... Uh, I, I, I honestly would rather not. Well, we're not going to go into extreme detail. Yeah, we, let's leave all things out that might need be... For liability purposes. Yes, thank you. Uh, we're not going to go into extreme detail, uh, but basically we are changing venue for the third time. This is yeah. our, our fourth venue, my apartment. Uh, here in beautiful North Brooklyn, so we're uh, we're here. There's a, a little dog wandering around. You you'll might hear, hear some. Sca- you'll hear scampering. You hear some scampering. You'll hear some whimpering. She's playing with toys. And uh, toward the end of the podcast, our our my roommate, uh, your erstwhile roommate, yeah, uh, future guest, probable <laughs> future guest, probable yeah. future guest, uh, Paul might might swing by. I might edit that out. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and smoothly. Yeah, like, what you guys doing? Just screaming at us? But we didn't tell him; it's a surprise. So, in case you're wondering why we can't figure out our uh, our shit technically, we're victims of circumstance. Yeah. We, we've done our best. I mean, our shit's pretty well figured out. It's just the venue. I and, think. And fucking back off! All right, sound quality is decent. We're uh, new at this. <laughs> okay, yeah. we're new at this. We've spent so little money. Uh, go to hell. <laughs> I like you're assuming that the response is just going to be... It's always negative. These yeah. people, they just ask for more and more and more, and it's never enough, and they just dig and dig and twist the knife. Oh, do they ask or they just kind of like expect? It's, it's not like uh, we want this. Like, what kind of, wait, what is this? Like a Sure, an SM58? What's going on with you people? Get right, get the better equipment. They're just kind of like, oh, this sucks. I think they ask. I like this I, better. I think they ask. All right. The hell with it. Yeah. Let's get into it. Alias episode eight. Time, Time will tell. Time will tell. Directed by Perry Ling, who uh, also directed some Jack and Bobby, which our old or former we director talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, Vanessa Taylor, who directed uh, an earlier episode. She also was a, was a co-creator and directed a few episodes herself. And uh, we still got that great Game of Thrones idea, which <laughs> where they're drinking uh, Smirnoff lemonade or Smirnoff yeah, ice, uh, both. Yeah, it's both. It's like one of it's like one of those like the people of the north versus the people like the sun people drink the Mike's Hard Lemonade and the yeah. north people drink Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, I got it. That was the idea, and uh, that's just waiting there, Vanessa Taylor, to hook us up, <laughs> get us get us out of this shithole. Yeah, get us out of this shithole and get us some free uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade swag while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> they have jackets and some bullshit. Well, it's like that Vanessa Taylor would be our conduit for Mike's Heart Lemonade <laughs> swag. But I guess if we're if we're writing that episode, stranger things have happened. Yeah, uh, Barry Ling. He also uh, directed some a lot of Alias. He directed some Arliss. Uh, Did you look ahead at how many episodes he directed, or you're just kind of like, um, does, it, does it have like a stat? Yeah, I don't think he directed that. I think he directs one a season for right. the next couple seasons. He uh, directed some Arliss, some Weeds, some Gilmore Girls, a, uh, a Dolph Lundgren action movie really? uh, from 1994. I forget its title. I should have put it in my notes. I was looking at it while I typed. I didn't yeah. put it in my notes. Oh, this is a disaster. I don't think it'll be that bad. It, it's going to have uh, sounds. It's called Man of War. Man of War? That's what it's called. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this movie, there's a movie that someone posted. I don't know how Dolph Lundgren plays a character named Gunner. Um, also starring... Uh, the Ultimate Warrior? No, but it is... Uh, Perry Lang is in it as a small role. He directs himself. Ah, yeah. Always fun. Always fun. Always fun. It's like that guy uh, in um, The Punisher with Dolph Lundgren. The guy's like, hey guys, I got pizza. It's a director, right? 
Yeah, and same uh, like uh, Clint Eastwood in Unforgiven. Same shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, written by Jeff Pinker, who was uh, a co-showrunner on Fringe. Uh, wrote a shitload of Lost, wrote a shitload of Alias, a lot of Fringe. Uh, if uh, Jeff Pinker's name is on an episode, I'm guessing uh, it's going to be sort of big arc, Rambaldi mythology heavy. Oh, and were you... Spoiler alerts, or what, did, what was this? It's not a spoiler alert. No. Stop saying that. It's just one of those goddamn junk phrases that's gotten wrapped up into my vocabulary. Spoiler alert. Foreshadowing, uh, we're going to talk about... Nature's there's, spoiler there's, alert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing his nature. Yeah, it's God's. It's God's spoilers alert. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Premonition. Uh, Deja vu. Augury. Augury. Yeah. No. I, well, we're gonna talk about. There's Rimbaldi shit to talk about in this episode. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia summary. Another long one. <laughs> uh. You can't wait to be read this. Yeah. Uh, Sydney must undergo an extensive lie detector test to satisfy Sloane's frantic search for the SD6 mole. With nemesis Anna Espinosa following her every move, Sydney is told to find out the truth about the connection that a clock made by one of Giovanni Donato for Rimbaldi in the 16th century may have to the 500-year-old prophetic Rimbaldi sketch with the binary digits on the back. Whoever writes these uh, plot summaries, yeah. uh, they're borderline illiterate. They write like a, a Vietnamese ESL that's student. What, that's what you claim about every one of these plot summaries. Because it's true. They're probably written by the same idiot. They usually don't really strictly line up with the events of the episode. All right. I, I think we should... Let's engage the audience with a episode summary write-off. Write in a plot summary. Oh! For, ep- for an episode that that outdoes the, the grammar and the syntax of something you'd find on IMDb. I don't know. I think that that would be fine for most people, easy for most people. <laughs> I don't know about our listeners. <laughs> I don't I think that they're all they're all brawn, no brains. I think our listeners are just uh, the final frontiers audience. They're somebody's dog with anxiety problems that the owner has to put something on to kind of just calm down. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing like our vo- voice to dull an animal as we've seen today so far. Yeah. Uh, the mystery of Kate Jones deepens as Will continues to investigate Danny's oh. death when he finds a piece of jewelry in her abandoned car which works as a microphone to contact someone else. Sydney accidentally discovers that some books her father gave her mother as a present have five-character rows of Russian letters imprinted at the margins, which seems to prove that he indeed had some kind of connection with KGB. Ah, yeah. Okay. All right. So the last episode ends. I, I really feel... I was kind of thankful for the like the minute, minute and a half recap. That we're seeing before uh, before every episode is the show's nonsense. Yeah, and it's, it's nonsense, uh, and uh, it's like a callback to Gina Espinosa. God damn it! Um, oh, second, Anna second, Espinosa. Second, <laughs> was, second name. Yeah, it wasn't even like a, uh, I didn't plan that. Anna Espinosa. We have we see that whole sequence. It's kind of out of sequence. You don't really like. It's just like yeah. all right. Well, she's going to London, but remember this woman. She's going to be there. That's what yeah. we learned. Well, it said that's what I don't get. It's that it's Oxford one. Right. It's Oxford. But I thought that it, the thing was in Tunisia, where she was supposed to go. Which thing? The clock thing? Yeah, the, uh, the both the artifact. I thought it was at a, an event in Tunisia. Oh. Uh, all right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So maybe that's a hole. Maybe not. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, was that something that Arvin was saying as a... Uh... I th- I th- that was the end of the last meeting. It's like, you have to go to Tunisia. To, no, uh... he said Oxford. 
Wait, were you talking about last episode? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Oxford. Like, you have to go to Oxford to... Uh, maybe they, or maybe they, they had people digging around in Tunisia. And that could like, be. Oh, right. Kate Directorate has Anna Espinosa. She's probably going to Oxford, too, or something like that. Yeah. And... Uh, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Alias is all dolled up. Got Marcus in the van. Full of computers. Uh, Marcus in the, yeah, another Marcus in the van situation. See, we've seen it once. You get once you take Marcus out of the van, you can't just throw him back in there. No, and uh, like Rosa Parks in the back of the bus. Yeah, and uh, we have FTL agents posing as campus security. We've got uh, Gina Espinosa as part of K Directorate, who's also doing her spy business. Yep. So we have uh, we still don't know who the hell FTL are, right? No, I still don't. What is that even? Uh, was that acronym even mean? I don't think it's been explained yet. I think it. Ha- I think it was. It was. They, they. They're like the writing the paper, and the one time they say the full name, and then henceforth abbreviated It'll be FTL. FTL. They're like, and we're never going to mention that full name again. Like a contract. Yeah. Heretofore, FTL at right. all, whatever. An alias is given a pager that can copy a security card. Right. Which uh, it's a whole effort about uh, talking to some nerd about his paper about car crashes. <laughs> And, and then, then <laughs> that's the, and then Gina, that's what like their security there. I want to have like a supercomputer in the back of that van. It's just like, oh, it has like a database, you know, that has just what this guy wrote his last paper on. Like, and then Gina Espinosa, she just uh, kills a guy and steals his yeah, she security just swoops guard. In, like, I'm just going <laughs> to just beat the crap out of these people. Yeah. And uh, you broke. Usually we keep a cone of silence on anything alias related. Uh, <laughs> when we're off mic, yeah. uh, you actually texted me while watching the episode yeah. to say uh, something about it being too close to the bone. What what was that related to? Did you see the episode? Yeah. Did you did you did you look at the timestamp? I did five what was it, five minutes and yeah. five seconds. There was a that the shadowing window and and then a hand going through the glass. Oh, I well did the window shatter? I thought she shot at well, it. Well, she shot it, it, and then it shattered eventually. See, I thought you were talking about the fact that they went through this insanely convoluted process. To get it like a security card to get into this super secure room, yeah, and then she just leaves out of an open window, <laughs> <laughs> which which uh, took a, me out of it a little bit. It's a high enough floor, was it? Maybe it does. It looked like it was in the basement. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, what window? Are you there? Where's the window going to lead to in the basement? Like the top floor? No, it's going to lead to the ground. The ground, yeah, the ground floor. That makes it all the more easier. That means that this is a lab that's accessible not only by uh, secret agents, but also by uh, raccoons and rainwater. <laughs> There's no need for this whole operation. It's in Oxford, so it'll, it'll most likely be foxes. That's true. Foxes, but rainwater. Yeah, well, rainwater. Yeah. It rains there. It's muddy. It's probably more, more rainwater than any foxes or possums or what have you. And the uh, to get the Rambaldi artifact, it's a bunch of like gears on a thing. Yeah, it looked like the. Uh, are you fam- you're familiar with the what is it the uh, Etsy? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, you know that garbage you buy on Etsy. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. Regretsy and they say like steampunk. Yeah, it's Regretsy is just full of Rambaldi artifacts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know the uh, the Antikythera mechanism. The what now? The Antikythera mechanism. What is no? What is this? This was a. Uh, it's sort of a, a, a tiny clockwork device full of these gears that they found that the... I should have put more details in. I, I assumed you would have known more. <laughs> yeah. Um, a sm- small device full of very intricate gears from antiquity. Yeah. Uh, they don't know the exact year, uh, but it was uh, made with a, a degree of precision that would not be reached again for hundreds, if not thousands of years later. Uh, 
So when this was discovered at the bottom of the ocean floor, they were like, what the hell is this thing? Yeah. We did not have the, just from the degree of it being eroded, yeah. it was clearly from antiquity. Uh, but we had no way of, uh, no record of them producing anything as complicated. How far thing. back into antiquity do you, can you, do you remember it being? Uh, talking Greeks, Romans? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Greeks, okay. because of the name Antikythera. Um, any idea what the little machine does? Just... I, I believe it was for navigation. Oh. It was something like a star chart kind of thing, so vaguely relevant to this episode. Yeah, the Greeks had that, and they had Greek fire. They were on point. Yeah. They just, uh, they just didn't back up their hard drives or whatever the hell they were using. Cut back to Credit Dauphine. We got. We stop calling it credit Dauphine. That's what it's Cut called. Cut back to their the bank that's doing business and Cut. not knowing that it's an SD six office. I'll stop calling it that when they stop calling it that. Establishing shots is credit Dauphine. We cut back to it, and uh, <laughs> we got Spy Dad and, and Starvin Arvin, and uh, they're having this uh, conversation. It's a titular scene. Yeah, they talk about well, what uh, alias? She's in an alias right now. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we might be the mole. Yeah. And uh, we learned that Eloise Kurtz was SD6. And that's uh, Spy Dad sent her on the case. Spy Dad sent her on the case. And Victor Garber's amazing. Victor Garber? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he is... He he has that weird, like... uh, It looks like he's kind of uh, pursing his lips, but his mouth is open. He is so intense. He's just like, "Uh uh-oh. Like, he's trying to, like... He looks shocked. He's just got a... Big, smooth, tan face <laughs> and salt and pepper hair. And he's just so concise. And, uh, yeah, super into Victor Garber. Spy Dad is great. Arvin right. says, let's kill Will Tippin. And then Immediately. Spy, and then Spy Dad's like, no, fuck that. Fuck you. Because that's going to yeah. fuck Alias like, up. Well, I, I talked to the tall man from Phantasm, and he said that this woman was on point. She passed, She was, like, psychologically evaluated to be the best for this yeah, maybe she was the mole. Oh, I think oh, oh, augury, perhaps uh, though. Some way, since she's dead and can't prove, can't be tortured or have tested or whatever. Otherwise, maybe they'll kind of pin this like, oh, there's a mole and it was her. Ah, yeah. I don't think that's what's going to happen, but that would uh, that would be handy. Yeah. That would help stretch out this uh, this contentiousness for another uh, another season or so. If, yeah. if if she doesn't get busted right away. Yeah, well, that's true. We got the opening credits. Uh, did you watch? So, have you watched the show on headphones? What's the sound like? Just curiously. What do you mean? Like how? Because I, I, I was watching this on headphones, uh-huh. and uh, like the foley just seems like right, like in the like forefront. Like, oh, this like, episode, like especially with the fight scenes. Yeah, it was brutal. And it that the uh. they do the the callback or the um, previously where they show the fight scene mm-hmm. with. Uh, well, previously, Anna is always louder than. Is it? Yeah, I, that's. I think it's true in every episode okay. because it, it's like an ad almost. They just like they want you to be drawn to it. Like the music's louder, everything is louder, and then it kind of quiets down when the episode starts. Maybe that's just because they choose the bigger actiony beats to well, show you. But yeah, there was like that scene. Okay, there's a scene where you know she's being followed by a double agent or like some shadower from ST6. Mm-hmm. Like the footsteps sounded really good, but I was thinking of the, the not only the fight scene with Anna Esmenosa and Oxford. But the fight scene where they show them fighting in the church for that little sun artifact. Yeah. And uh, Alias just kind of like like grabs her by the head and shoves her into like uh, kind of like one of those 
things that you rest your arms against when you're praying in sure. a church after when you're kneeling. And it just sounds like that contact of wood just sounds like her, like Gina uh, and Espinosa's skull was like shattered into her brain. It's like an intense, like, God damn, like you're not surviving that. And that fight um, at, in Oxford, it was the same, same thing. I was like, this is, I, I actually have it in my notes. Uh, let's see what my notes say. Brutal sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's the sound of uh, bones breaking and shattering into organs. That's what we're hearing. <laughs> and those people are still, you know, after that, bone shattering kick to the ribs they're still trying to like throw punches at her after the opening credits we got sydney uh being scolded by her professor yeah he says if you want to be a banker be a banker okay yeah you this paper you've written me it's got no spirit no soul it's an analysis of fitzgerald oh it's okay yes there's no soul in fitzgerald i remember my notes like is she getting an mfa like, what is she doing? Like, what the fuck? Who writes a, a, a paper on Fitzgerald in grad school unless you're getting an MFA? I, I don't know. Do, I mean, I wouldn't know if you were getting like a... We, could, we have we know MFA people we could ask if you do those types of papers. Maybe if it's not for creative writing. Yeah, literature. What, you yeah, know. one of your focuses. But yeah. yeah, like what the... like? I just assumed she was doing, as part of the cover, maybe doing grad school for like an MBA or an MBA. Sure, What's the, that makes sense. Especially if she's pretending to be a banker. Yeah. It seems like, well, it seems like better cover would be to be pursuing an MBA as opposed to <laughs> pursue, <laughs> like, I don't want to leave my, my lucrative and, and demanding field as a banker to, I guess, be a college professor. Yeah. Yeah. No, what's that guy? Yeah. If you want to be a banker, be a banker. Yeah. If you want to make more money than me already, then I do. Right. Well, you currently probably make more money than me. Uh-huh. Go ahead and do that. By the but, uh, way, this has, is, does this paper have some soul next time? Uh, she's going to write that paper. It's, yeah, it's going to have some D she, paper. She's, she's going to put D, right? She's going to put some stank on it. Who the fuck gets a D in, like, in a graduate level? <laughs> what did she have to write? Like, since the beginning of time, people have been discussing <laughs> Fitzgerald. And in conclusion, like, you, like <laughs> you do? Fitzgerald is a land of contrast. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,. <laughs> That's what Fitzgerald means to me by Sydney Bristow. Yep. And uh, she's getting out of there. She's being stalked by some pervert in a parking garage. She's uh, She sees he's on his cell phone. She looks at yeah. her phone, her Nokia. No service. No service. So I got to beat the shit out of that guy. <laughs> and, uh, and then they go back to uh, Credit Dauphine, yeah. which I will not stop calling it that. Because I, I keep thinking, was it Credit Immobilier? Credone, Credit Immobilier. What's the name of the... I don't know. What What are you talking about? Uh, what, who the, who's the smoking cardinal in Godfather 3? Don't they, isn't that the company... Credit Immobilier. Credit Immobilier. Were you talking about Godfather 3? Because that's what I... When you say Credit Delphine, there's some type of company that's a shell company. I don't know. Do you remember the plot of Godfather 3? No. Yeah. But, like, there's a a cool-looking Pope Cardinal guy from the... Representing the Vatican or the Catholic Church who's, like, smoking. Like, that's kind of badass. Like, you're in your full cardinal red and white vestment you're just having yourself a marble red i'm assuming nice yeah but anyway that's when you say that i have uh the mental connections of that credit immobilier when you say credit delphine but anyway back to the precious credit delphine and she's saying to arvin she's like who the fuck do you think you are you're 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 trailing i find this under my car i find this under my car you're following me you little you little fucking troll i could rip your fucking head off 
And like, it's really like a conversation with a boss that I'm not used to seeing someone have. Yeah. In person or on television. Oh, I loved it. I loved his response too. That was the best. Well, what do you just, just like, are you ready for the meeting? Like we're gonna we're gonna have a meeting. You focus, okay? Like you're just like, see, I don't. Uh, I was like so weirdly out of it when I watched yeah. this. Uh, I just I remember it like trauma. Like I'm piecing it back together <laughs> as, as it goes on. Uh, so they say between the uh, this creepy artifact that they found and the the weird lens that they found in uh, Malagua. Where did they find the uh, the lens in the church in Spain? Um, I do not recall. Malaga's yep. fine. Is, is that a place in Spain? Did I don't know. That out? Bad water. Bad water. Yeah. Malaga. Uh, that sounds right. We could say Spain. We can we can be general. Well, is that episode that that was the episode that had two Spain, two trips to Spain? Yeah, Malaga and then Madrid, right? Ma- uh, wait, did, did that have Madrid or did, is that when they go to Rio? No, remember we had the, the sports car that looked like it was missing a wheel. That was in Spain. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of. Uh, really samey shit yeah. on this show if you watch it like we do there's a lot of stuff that takes uh, a play that takes pay, takes place in spain that's being shot in southern california on this show it's very fortunate <laughs> and uh they say we got this uh this thing it was made by some asshole named giovanni donato who died in 1503 right rambaldi commissioned him to make this clock his only collaborator Alias has to take the clock to Donato's last known heir to have it fixed. Yeah. Because, you know, people stay in the family business for 500 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just antique clocks. Yeah. Spy Dad, uh, after the meeting, pulls her aside. He has a signal jammer. He says, Alias, we need to talk. Yeah. I'm jamming a signal. And then they have the most uh, kind of self-parodying just stereotypical alias type conversation that I've been just like rapid fire jargony. Uh, they use things like uh, use words like LDT <laughs> for lie detector test. Yeah. Uh, and it's explained that they got some, uh, some kooky lie detector test. Yeah. They're bringing in uh, some, the, some IT guy like, Oh yeah, he's here to check the cables, but he's really there to make them do some tests that apparently Sydney hasn't done yet. And yeah. that spy dad has to be like, Hey, Talk yeah. to Vaughn, make sure that you can clear this, because if not, we're all dead. And they, uh, the guy who administers the lie detector test is named Carl Dreyer, yeah. which is the same name as maybe the, the most famous director in the history of uh, Danish film. Really? Yeah, sort of like Lars von Trier. He's, uh, what did he direct? Passion of Joan of Arc, Ordet, uh, Gertrude... Uh, yeah, he's one of the biggest world directors of all time. Like if uh, he did or direct any Rutger Hauer, that one where he's like a Danish guy during he, World he, War Two. He died in like 1965. Then it wasn't him. No, he's, he is to Denmark what Bergman is to Sweden. Okay, yeah, that, he's that, that level. Chump. But earlier, like okay. er, like from the silent era through the 60s. Oh, all right, yeah, big deal. And they named this uh, this this uh, this jigsaw guy. His character is <laughs> named. Uh, he's like. Um... Isn't he a heavier set? He's like the typical goon. He's your typical henchman in a jumpsuit yeah, that's, that's pretending to be a janitor when your ripoff of Die Hard that's playing on Cinemax like at 10 p.m. on a Tuesday is uh, that movie. Like he's like the hired goon with a gun. He's that, but he's also Jigsaw. Jigsaw? From Saw. 
Saw? Really? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's him. I didn't know that. Ah. Yeah. Well, Jigsaw is just a voice. No, it's like it's a guy. Isn't it like a little dude and a little puppet? I think that's like his proxy. I've never, I've never (laughs) seen a Saw movie. It's his second. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how that works. I I don't know how Jigsaw works. I don't know how Saw works. Is it just a really big saw? Is that what he kills people with? Yeah. Is that it? It's a saw within a saw. It's like a series. It's like one of those puzzle rooms, but you die by being sawed. That's awful. And they made seven of these. I have no, I honestly don't know. I think it's like these weird, like, torture porn movies. I, I think Carrie Alloway's had to, like, you have to, like, get out of a trap by cutting off your foot or some shit. Do you, do you think that was uh, more or less pleasant than being in Twister? Uh, less. Twister, you got to be the big bad. It's kind of fun. I mean, uh, the big bad, he was the second, I guess, to the Twisters. But <laughs> Yeah. He was the Twisters' second. Yeah, he he was uh, the Twister's proxy. Yeah, he was kind of like a schmarmy asshole. You can't wait to see him die. He's awful cute, though, in that, in that hat. In that hat and that southern accent. Uh, tip and report. Will, tip, Will's, tipping, uh, he's tipping towards death. Will's editor. It's like, you're going to run this story, Tipping? What, what's happening with this story, Tipping? And uh, and he's like, I don't want to run the story. And, and so uh, he's... So he has to talk to uh, to Sydney about it. Let her know. He goes to she, yeah because she's he's admonished by his editors like you haven't even told Sydney yet have you and you like, you, nah. you pussy that's what she said yeah and first you uh, blow that big SAT story <laughs> that I sent you to that university to find out about and then this yeah yeah and uh, she goes to Sydney's place. She's working on her paper, yeah. try, trying to inject some soul into so, it. I have pl- loads of soul for her Fitzgerald. Yeah. And uh, she's kind of, what is she, complains about work? Uh, yeah, she, can, she I don't know, they, they, they're complaining about something, but this is when they, get, they start playing, and like, once again, this might be because I'm wearing headphones that I know this, but it's just like some alt pop. Uh-huh. It's like all over like the scene, like it just kind of, you don't really need it, and I'm just like, oh, this is kind of just the... Uh, what do we do in these types of character moments like we did in Felicity? Like, oh, yeah, just throw in some uh, garbage they could sell. Yeah. Will says, listen, Sydney, you don't like your job. Why don't you quit it? Because you're, uh, you're a liar and a murderer. <laughs> and uh, I don't know oh, that. Oh, here was the other, like, you can get another job. I'm like, this was the, this was the, end, the, the end of the first dot-com crash, wasn't it? Like, you can just get another job. You can just get another job. Oh, I'm not going to work for a dot-com. I might as well be dead. Well, it affects everything. Especially, yeah. Usually it affects the banks that invested in them first. So as a banker, I would be concerned. But she's not. Oh, yeah, she's not. Okay, well, she can't get another job, maybe. then. Maybe she can't. Okay, so this is this is the alias's... Uh, this is what's wrong with, with you people. With <laughs> the alias it's, people? With you, Spies? No, with you people. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you're saying she can't get another job? The bank closed and her... What about her degree? What'd she go to school for? An well, MFA. Sign up for a temp agency. You'll get yeah. another job. You'll get. Yeah, oh, all right. What am I doing? I have an English degree, and I, <laughs> I I manage construction projects. Well, that's what you do. Life is weird. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't sign up for that. No. But here I am. I'm doing it, and I'm living in this palace. All right. So we have this like little moment out of Felicity. That's just like uh, let's just have this like like pop song blaring. Over this yeah. intimate conversation, where Will is uh, just telling her, "Like, oh, get another job if you don't like your other job," because like, ah, uh, it's kind of not that easy. Yeah, 
which I don't I don't agree with, and I don't agree with you. I think you're uh, okay. So let's 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 take away the fact that you're assuming that I mean it's not easy for her to get another job in 2001 in the banking industry. Let's just say that it's not easy for her to get another job as a paid murderer. Let's just say that the real issue isn't she wants another job. It's just like, oh, she has to deal with the fact that she might be murdered for being a liar. That's true, but she should deal with this conversation honestly and on its own terms. There'd be no show if people did this. That's true. Let's have a frank and honest conversation about how I'm a double agent. So then uh, Alias meets Vaughn. Uh, at their weird warehouse storage locker place. Joe's Pizza. And uh, they talk about uh, their tactics for, for beating this brain scan lie yeah. detector test nonsense. Um, I'm hoping it's a mini game in the uh, Alias video game when we get around to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, season two between episodes 17 and 18. There's a specific continuity, folks. Yeah. Don't jump ahead. It's tight shit. Uh, so we cut to Italy. She has to go meet with Donato. And, uh, that's not Italy, is it? Positano. I thought that was okay. That's in Southern California. Doesn't she go to Southern California? Well, no, it's they shot it in Southern I know, California. I'm not being but... like sarcastic. I th- I literally no, it's, thought it's... it was like, oh, this guy lives like in Venice, <laughs> Venice, Italy, maybe. Oh, okay. It's not. It's Positano. Okay. Um. So we're in Italy. Sorry, folks. She's in uh, Alias. She's in disguise as Alias. Yeah. Uh, her glasses are maybe a little too small. That's all I could think when They're I was watching. Always this. a little too small. I'm like these glasses are a little small. And uh, she finds Donato. She starts speaking to him in Italian. Oh, as I, or the Italian that I wrote is Ricky Ticky Christina Ricci, which I swear to God, it sounds like she says Christina. Like she just says Christina Ricci. Like it's just that bad of an attempt at Italian. So what? Like he swoops in there and like just pours on the Geppetto charm. Yeah, he betrays the fact. <laughs> he's that actually he's, the guy he, that he's 500 years <laughs> <Yeah>. old <laughs> it's just like because this show is fucking <laughs> out there he's like i drank the grill yeah like the indiana jones movie well, oh, it's oh, funny because oh, oh. even even before that's revealed i have in my notes donato is a million year old man <laughs> he looks old as shit yeah uh so i'm like yeah all right that seems right and then he quickly is like no uh I my, my mother told me. I don't know. I have a big note, all caps, saying this is where we stop trying to keep track. Because <laughs> uh, there's, uh, we learn that uh, the guy who was actually sitting next to Daniel on the plane right. was named Zachary Cohen. That uh, Eloise Kurtz wasn't on the plane. Right. Which turned, that's not what happened. It's that's just Spy Dad changed that's the. Spy uh, Dad, like, slipping someone 50 bucks saying, like, hey, fix this database. Yeah. Spy Dad is made of 50 bucks. Yeah. It's sickening. And then uh, we have the whole thing with the uh, million-year-old man who's actually a million years old. And yep. then... You know, so, ooh, is he? He makes, he makes the clock bullshit work. Maybe that clock isn't as old as we think it is. Oh, shit. That's oh. so. Uh, I bet it is, though. And I <laughs> bet he's a million years old. All right. And then he says, uh, you know, oh, with, with this deed, I am uh, released. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And then he gets, uh, he stands up because he knows there's going to be a sniper. I don't think he does. I think it's just unfortunate. He seems like he, that's like his duty paid. Just like that he had, he had the promise. Uh, I'm, I'm free from my 5,000-year-old journey. Yeah, he, uh, like Rambaldi promised him that it's like, you make this, listen, Donato, you yeah. make this clockwork. You make uh, this clockwork and then you'll die. I swear, in about couple hundred years you're yeah. good to go you got a uh, 500 years uh warm food 
I promise. And uh, in the meantime, he's just living up in a tower. Yeah. And uh, it's... He's living up in a, a very nice Art Deco apartment. And there's this... Uh, we're seeing a lot of the... Uh, oh, that's actually uh, the quote. The clock is fixed. Yeah. And now it's over. And then he's dead. That's what my note says. Yeah. And uh, what? There's uh, there's the sniper rifles. Alias gets out of the <laughs> way. <laughs> he's just like... Oh, but hey, old man, I'm just going to throw some bullets at every goddamn chair in there yeah. until I get alias. But uh, don't you feel always feel kind of sad when like an old guy gets shot in, a, in like a TV show or a movie? No, like, the... you get you get that like, you're just gonna get like shot. It's like ah, oh, it's such a gruesome death. You deserve to go in your sleep when you're just a peaceful old watchmaker. Look, the older a guy is, the more it's a certainty that he's done awful things in his life. Oh, uh, that's true. Like who does? <laughs> that's who, very true. Who does all just of by default? Who does all of the rapes and murders and bullying? It's, old men. Well, it's just men. Okay. So the longer a man's alive, the more he did all that stuff. Probably some tax evasion in there, too. There's, There are no young Nazis avoiding conviction. It's not, uh, you know. There are no young Nazis in Argentina. It's not glamorous, but tax evasion is a form of lying that I will not abide. Whereas I support it. <laughs> I starve the beast. Yes. That's what I say. Um so, uh, Jean Espinosa, she's running up the elevator. There's this awesome music yeah, she's playing. Right. She's waiting patiently. Yeah. And, uh, and then Alias, she, she stalks her prey through she, the elevator. She bungee jumps, uh, off this tower. Yep. Lands like two feet from the ground. Or her, her, what is clearly her stun double, which is not, uh, Lana Wachowski. It's a different stun double. Well, cause, uh, no red hair. No red hair. <laughs> that's, that's how you know. It sucks. So <laughs> that actress is. Slash stunt double is just waiting around for like, oh, you got anything with a red a red-headed woman that needs to jump off a building? Hey, you know, your first call when that happens, I'll let you know. Just sit tight. They're brutal. Uh, <laughs> we cut back to Los Angeles. Alias and Francie are hanging out. Francie says, "I made some lemonade. Oh, I spilled it on your mom's." Did you book. catch why this that, that little? Why the lemonade part of it is important? Because it's Invisible Ink. Yeah. So if you've uh, ever had like a junior spy kit, yep. uh, which if you were a nerd, you definitely did. So you've ever looked um, at the back of a comic and said, sure, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I've got seven ninety nine yeah. and six weeks. Look at, like these little squares are perforated. I'll just move the scissors lo- along these lines and boom, it's right out. Right out. That's when so, she... I guess she, I didn't catch it was in Russian. Like, could, could we... Uh, it was, was it Cyrillic? Cyrillic? Yeah. Can see, I, it was uh, see, I said it was Russian before because I don't know how to pronounce that word either. Yeah. I think acrylic is a type of material in which drums are made up. Yeah. Well, there's so a lot of things. Cyrillic. Cyrillic? Yeah. It's not acrylic. Acrylic? Is yeah. it Cyrillic? I think it's Cyrillic. All right. Write in. or at Final uh, Frontiers. Uh, or you can P.O. Box. You can, yeah. <laughs> Final <laughs> Frontiers pod at gmail.com. Let you us know how this word is you pronounced. You can say whatever you want as long as it's in a letter written in cursive. Yeah. Mailed to a P.O. Box. Yeah, you can say anything you <laughs> want in that letter. You can say the N-word. <laughs> you can talk about <laughs> uh, Sydney, uh, she's getting her uh, her second um, her, her lie detector test. Her, her, uh, well, that's uh, her test lie detector oh, test. Oh, did we talk about it? Is this a test test? Yeah. With, uh, Vaughn's just like, oh, do you date me? Oh, sorry, never mind. And she's out of focus the whole time. Wait, you mean she's not focused mentally or the camera? The out camera of is out of focus. The camera is literally out of focus the entire shot on her face. And yeah. I'm like, all I could think was like, well, they maybe 
you know, they didn't second know. Unit, you're your second unit crew. You do shit like that. You stay second I, unit crew. Yeah, I don't think that they were shooting the lead actress with the second unit. <laughs> I think it's just an incompetent first unit run by this bozo Perry Lang. Hey, we all make mistakes. No one's perfect. That's why, this is why Perry Lang has uh, only directed some Arliss and a 1994 <laughs> Dolph Lundgren movie. Uh, I mean, if you're shooting Arliss and you're shooting... <laughs> Arliss should be out of focus because yeah, that Robert Wall is not a handsome man. You're doing your job if great, you're shooting Arliss out of focus. Great comic timing, not the best looking man. Yep. Um, Will, he's going to go take a look at Eloise Kurtz's oh, car. This is some... I, this is like a... What is it called? It's a goof, right? A goof? I, it says it's a goof because he offers to give... He offers to take her car in, but we, he ne- she never accepts the offer. In the previous episode, so it's That's kind of right. one of those things. Yeah. Like, if you look at like IMDb, it's like, oh, that was a little mistake. I didn't look at the IMDb but, uh, mistakes. <laughs> I, liked, I liked more of the, um, like, I don't know, the the writing for the mechanic character that had the, like, yeah, is it like, oh, Can I come by and check it out? Like, yeah, come by and check it out. Yeah, you sure. know where I am. Come on, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> gonna say, yeah, come check out this car. You know where the mechanic shop is. I have never had uh, anyone be familiar or nice to me ever no and this show especially someone that's a friend of yours that's doing a favor no to like, get the fuck down here before closing i'm not waiting that's what he would have said yeah i close at 4 30 so like it's 4 15 it's like well don't give a fuck figure yeah. it out yeah. um this is la people go to 4 30 happy hour at chili's get down here yeah. so we're back at sd6 credit dauphine and uh, they got the the weird polymer disc, and that's uh, this church window yeah. thing that f- that fits right into that uh, perfectly. That clock, what is that? That's a clock. What was the what was like the revelation or the the lead up to the revelation? Like normally you have one thing that just is on its own, but then sometimes you have another thing that's on its own as well. But sometimes you put the two together. And then this thing, it's like, yeah, that's that you're just you're just describing how components work with other components. And um, who like, was show, that, show uh, dwarf <laughs> hands a carburetor and an alternator. He'll fucking blow his mind. So they uh, they put this thing in a thing, uh, which is a revelation. <laughs> and then <laughs> we see then we see the the Disney magic. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Ma- when you wish upon a star. <laughs> uh, Ma- Mount Aconcagua. What is it? Mount Aconcagua, yeah, uh, which is what on the border of Argentina. It's the goddamn fucking foothills of Pasadena, is what it is. Yeah. And uh, they're like, well, the only place in America that has a view of these stars is in uh, South America, which would make sense that someone who was creating this in the middle uh, pre-Renaissance or Renaissance era, Italy, yeah, is Rimb- Rimbaldi, yeah. Let's say well, it's definitely Renaissance. Old Rambam. Yeah, so like he just has a, a complete understanding of South America. Mm-hmm. So this makes so much goddamn sense. Yeah, it's just all yeah. <laughs> Sorry, very that, my- that didn't even occur to me. Very true. Yeah, I uh, it was fifteen oh three. Yeah, we're ten years past the New World. Yeah, probably not the most well mapped place where you're like yeah. I guess oh what- yeah, those mountains. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Though we don't know when the glass was put in the window. Right. So this mechanism was made in 1503. Okay, the glass could have been made later in Spain, because they had to build the uh, they had to make the spider hole that <laughs> uh, that they're going to dig up 
uh, Mantis and Alias yeah. at the foothills of this mountain. Which, by the way, the denim vest maybe has to be my favorite Sydney look. Sydney look is that? That's not an alias, though. That's just a it's not an alias. It's just, just a Sydney look. Yeah. It's uh, she's in an alias as Alias, and she's wearing an awesome <laughs> uh, denim vest with a Kevlar lining, apparently. An alias minus an alias is an alias. Yeah. You can never... Uh, an alias divided by zero is one. Mm-hmm. You cannot oh. have sub-aliases within. This is like quantum alias mechanics. Yeah. Um, because, but she takes three to the chest, and she gets up. jumping ahead there. Well, I mean, I'm just saying this denim vest, it deserves mention. Yeah. I have... About a full page of notes about her denim, denim vest. vest. Yeah, <laughs> this is the crux of the episode you've been waiting for. Yeah, well, I that, was more amused, and I, I didn't think you touched on it. Is that just the, let's put this machine? Uh, we're going to put the disc in the machine, and then mm-hmm. just have this rotoscoped uh, cartoon image of stars show up on the disc. Did that actually? Did they see that, or was that just enhanced for the viewer? I bet they saw it. They saw. Like, uh, what can only be described as the goddamn visual accompaniment to Jiminy Cricket's When You Wish Upon a Star. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It was, it was the stupidest thing I'd ever seen. It was beautiful. This is a great episode. This is a great episode of nonsense. So they, uh, they're at this place where they're supposed to be, and uh, Alias and Mantis... <laughs> the, they showed up on time for the gig. They find this... Uh, we haven't mentioned the, the Rambaldi blah 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 symbol, which is just like two brackets around a zero. Yeah, I don't know. They could have made a little more effort to make this Rambaldi symbol more of a thing, but I guess they want like just a very distinctive... <laughs> the man invented brackets, what can we say? Yeah, and because uh, I know it's uh, the tattoo, which I... I found a website that has an image gallery that walks you through the episode with like with photos. Really, very helpful if you don't really remember watching the episode, if, like I don't, or if you watch the episode and still don't know what the hell you've just watched. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that stupid little symbol okay. t- tattooed on Gina Espinosa's hand. Oh, yeah. And uh, so they open up the the spider hole. They're like, "Look at the spider hole. Let's get, let's get in this." Yeah. Mantis. He takes Sydney by the shoulder. He says, "I'm so proud of you." Yeah. You're, so great. You're so brave. Yeah, you just you've come a long way. Yeah. Done it all. And uh but after you <laughs> taken the good and you've taken the bad. Yeah. You've taken them both. Sweet and the sour. Yeah. Sydney, she's down the ladder, she's in a cave, she's mm-hmm. looking at the carvings, she finds a book with the symbols on it. Yeah. She uh cool. she opens this book. It's full of nonsense. Yeah. So she takes photos of it the really <laughs> haphazard photos yeah. with the uh with, with, with the camera that no, like dwarf hands forgot to provide, but thank God she sent away for it. No, oh, uh, Vaughn gave it to her. Vaughn gave it to her. Vaughn, oh, yeah. It's like this is gonna upload directly to a satellite, right? And uh, and then you know the radio crackles. It's Mantis me. Dixon. Mantis says, "Alias, get out of there! You better flee, Alias." <laughs> and then uh, it sounds like, "Oh no, did Dixon die? I hate this." Yeah, um, so we hear the, we hear gunshots, and then we get uh, the three in the chest that you talk about. Yeah, and then uh, but she's when fine she, when she does when uh, it seems like th- that those three in the chest empties the magazine or the gun. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm thinking like, well, did she use the other bullets on Mantis? Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. But <laughs> but uh, more importantly, what I thought was going to happen before we see the Kevlar vest uh-huh. was that. 
uh, Alias had taken had just left the leather leather cover and taken the book out of the leather cover and stuffed mm-hmm. it in her chest. So yes, it would be damaged by bullets and would maybe have protected her, but also she would still have it. But that wasn't that wasn't the case. No, she more wisely had a bulletproof vest. She's so smart. Yeah, nobody can say that Alias isn't smart. I don't know. I think I think it's the. You're not the, sure? No, it's not that. I think it's more of the writers having in that little like. Easy get it, uh, get out of jail free card of like oh she's been shot but don't worry there's a bulletproof vest there all along. I think you're allowed to use that get out of jail free card when uh, your character's a spy. A spy who doesn't kill anybody that's trying to kill her. Yeah, that's true. She should at least break all their fingers. Yeah, she broke that guy's arm. Yeah, and she had to beat him in the head with like a fire poker. Finish the job, you idiot! Finish break his job, fingers. Yeah. The only people that you can get killed, the only way she's going to defeat somebody is if she like she gets engaged and they become her fiance, and then that guy's going to die. <laughs> That's the only thing she can do. She should marry all of her enemies. Yeah. And then say, like, Just hey. Just get engaged. Hey, I'm, I'm a spy. I'm a spy. And then uh, Arvin's going to kill kill those folks. Yep. And then uh, she'll be like, no, I hate this. But and honestly, it's uh, it works out best for everyone. <laughs> it's a perfect that plan. Would be an, that would be an entertaining show. I would watch it. I'm watching this one. Yeah, I would watching this one. I would certainly watch that one though. And then uh Starvin Arvin and uh, and Jigsaw. They say uh <laughs> hey, we found our mole. I think I found that mole. I found that mole. Uh it was uh like he did the whole we go through the whole test. She seems she pauses for the are you a double agent mm. and then says no. No. And then there's that awkward pause of like oh we're not going to tell you if you're right or wrong. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's like Jonathan Franks's Factor Fiction. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. We didn't talk about the. Well, what's the end? That's not the end of the episode. The end of the episode. There's the fights there's ongoing. A, there's oh, the, 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 <laughs> the end of the episode is just some green screen, green screen, uh, alias getting kicked off a ladder, falling into a bottomless Whoa, pit. Oh, it's not bottomless. She was at the end of it. She was at the bottom. We don't know that. Yes, yeah, she previously went from the bottom. She went from the top to the bottom. And, she and now she's here. The, started from the bottom. Now being kicked off a ladder. That was the first take. Yeah. And uh, no, I say this pit has no bottom. It's bottomless. It's the same pit. I say it has it, it's no a, bottom. How do you start from the top of a pit? Get all the way to the bottom. Start to climb back up in pursuit of some, in pursuit of somebody and get kicked from that same ladder into a now bottomless pit. I don't know, but it's going to happen. Is this? Uh, is I this, I say the next episode rules. I say alias the next rules. episode starts. Alias, she's still falling. She's uh, she's plummeting towards the center of the earth, or she's dead. Ah, yeah, one, she's dead. Or one or the other. Ooh, be a, this would be a great like clone conspiracy. Yeah, we've had plenty of aliases. We're up to here with aliases. Yeah, we're up to. <laughs> Let's kill some of these off. Well, call up dwarf hands and get him to defra- defrost the next alias. Yeah, I guess that's uh, that's it. I can hardly wait for the next episode. Only because of the uh, the teaser, or of or just wanting to know if she survived. I mean, she has to survive. I don't think she has to survive. She does. I think this is a wacky fucking show. I think it's going to be like, yep, she's dead. She could be dead for the next season, and then uh, she's brought back it's to like life. The lovely bones. She's or, just kind of like ha- haunting Marcus Dixon. Spoilers. I've never seen the lovely bones. Uh, what do I know about lovely bones? You read the book. I think it's better. Than, I hear it's better than the movie. I'm not going to read the book or watch the movie. I, I wanted to go I'm in gonna fresh. Spoil the, I'm going to fucking foreshadow the shit out of that. You're such an asshole. Yeah. 
Uh, well, we don't know. This uh, alias could be your, uh, her own twin sister. This, <laughs> this could have been a twin the whole Ooh, time. They could have uh, Donna Dixon, Alana Wachowski. Was uh, Donna uh, Tippin, Mrs. Dan Aykroyd, Donna Miss, Dixon? Yeah, they can have uh, Miss Sister Tippin come in for her. Sister Tippin. Oh, maybe she's the actual spy, and alias has been the decoy the whole time. I don't. And Tippin doesn't know. How else? Would Sister Tippin be cool with like, oh, hey, what's up? It's good to see you again after you spent $3,000 on my credit card for no goddamn apparent reason. Uh, you're, you're sighing because that sounds like bullshit. Yeah, you're really reaching here. But, I mean, we're watching a show that's kind of reaching all the goddamn time. Yeah. And it's from, the peop- it's from people that do some kooky reaching uh, when they when the Lost show comes around. God, kooky reaching would be a good name for another podcast. Kooky, <laughs> kooky reaching. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm cut. All right, I'm, all right. Cu- I'm cutting you off. We're You're cutting done. me off from Kooky Region. We're done I here. Just want, I'm sorry. I want to play with Kooky Region. No, um, I'm reaching for Kooky. Ain't your comb, but you're happy to see me. Kids, kids these days don't get that reference. That's going to get cut. <laughs> Any references that the kids don't get? Yeah, all of them. All right, so we will uh, gab at you next well, week yeah. when we uh, talk about Alias Episode Nine. What's Episode Nine? I don't. You always ask me. I have no idea. Why would I know that? Because you are the most prepared. I am flying by the seat of my pants, just trying to figure out what's going on. Why? Why is the goddamn foley so hard? Like the foley artists are like on overtime. That guy should be getting all the uh, aliases money. Yeah, he should. That's some. Or her could be a woman. We don't know. We're not sexist. That's some good damn foley. Yeah. Um, is Is it good or is it just loud? What's the difference? I don't know. I don't know. I, I play the drums. That's I make, <laughs> I make my <laughs> living on that. Yeah, because you, you make your living playing drums. Oh yeah, and being like, am I good or I'm just playing loud? It must be good. Loudest drummer in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, and if you're too loud, you're too old. <laughs> if I'm too loud, I'm too old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've seen an 80 year old play the drums? Yeah, buddy, rich, it's insufferable. He died of a stroke. He couldn't play the drums anymore. Well, I guess he didn't die of the stroke while playing the drums. So. And he was fucking loud when he was yeah. pl- still playing. All right. So until next week. Until next episode. Uh, we are at Final Frontiers on Twitter. Uh, feel free to uh, issue any and all corrections. All corrections, criticisms. Pod. Are we breathing poorly? We probably are. Well, it's, it's a new microphone setup. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. My name is Matthew. And I'm Mitchell. And we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.